Good morning, good evening, good night, wherever, however, and whenever you're listening. Welcome to another episode of The Melanin Report. I'm your host, Marquis Lupton, and we have another interesting monologue for you today. It's part three of our podcast series this week. And ladies and gentlemen, let's talk about the news, or more accurately, the lack of diversity in the newsroom. Now, I know what you're thinking. Marquis Lupton, isn't that the guy who makes jokes about important things? and then add sound drops to his monologues? Well, yes, yes, guilty as charged. But sometimes we need to address serious issues too. And the lack of diversity in the newsroom is definitely one of them. From 2010 to 2022, we've seen some major changes in the world. But one thing that hasn't changed enough is the representation of diverse voices in the media. Now, don't get me wrong, there have been some improvements, but they're like tiny baby steps. And what we really need are leaps and bounds. He's right, you know. Now, let's take a moment to appreciate the importance of diversity in the newsroom. When you have a diverse group of people reporting the news, you get a variety of perspectives and insights that can help us understand the world better. It's like having a news buffet with dishes from all over the world rather than just serving the same old bland overcooked news day after day. But instead, what have we been served? A news landscape that often looks like it's stuck in a time loop. The same faces, the same perspectives, the same narratives. It's like Groundhog Day, but without Bill Murray's charm and wit. And here's the thing, folks. Lack of diversity in the news doesn't just mean fewer people of color or women on the screen. It means fewer stories that resonate with diverse communities. It means crucial issues like racial injustice, gender inequality, and LGBTQ plus rights getting sidelined or at best underrepresented. In whose hearts will you be safe? In whose hearts will you be safe? In whose hearts will you be safe? Now, I'm not saying that every newsroom should turn into a United Nations or journalist, but come on, it's the 21st century. It's about time the news media reflects the rich tapestry of our society. But it seems like some news executives are stuck in the 1950s, clinging to their old boys club like a security blanket and Linus. Say what? Well, newsflash, fellas, the world has moved on, and you better catch up. Please stop this madness. What do you want from me? Ah, What do you want? And it's not just about being politically correct or checking boxes for diversity quotas. It's about embracing new voices and perspectives that challenge the status quo and help us see beyond our own limited bubble of experience. We need reporters who understand the struggles of everyday people, not just those who went to the same Ivy League school as half the people in Congress. Now, I don't want to be all doom and gloom here because there have been some rays of hope. Social media and independent platforms have allowed new voices to emerge and challenge the traditional news hierarchy. But let's face it, mainstream media still holds most of the power and influence, and they need to step up their game. So, dear news media, here's my plea to you. Take a good hard look at yourselves in the mirror and ask if you're really doing justice to the diverse world we live in. Break free from the shackles of convention and embrace the richness of perspectives that are out there. And to the audience, demand more. Don't settle for the same old news buffet. Seek out diverse voices and support media outlets that are generally committed to representing the world as it is, not as they wish it to be. Because when the news becomes a reflection of all of us, it becomes more honest, more insightful, and more powerful. And who knows? and might even make the world a little bit better. And that, my friends, will be news worth reporting. And now, on to our panel discussion.
And I hope you enjoyed our recent monologue. And for more information on this monologue and any other monologue, you can email us at Marquise underscore Lupton at WITF.org. Again, that's Marquise underscore Lupton at WITF.org. And I would like to thank you once again for tuning in to The Melanin Report. You could have been listening to any other podcast, and we appreciate you taking the time to make us a part of your day. The best thing you can do right now is share this podcast with a friend because friends don't let friends the Melanin Report alone. Our panelist today is none other than Taekwon Wright, a.k.a. DJ Double O. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hello, hello. And, and, and accompanying him is Andrew Dixon, a.k.a. The Sarge. What's going on, fellas? Glad you could join us today. Uh, glad to have you. Glad to be here, man. Thank you. Appreciate you. Yes, yes. So, um, so we're going to give the people what they need, give the people what they want, give the people what they did not know existed. We're talking about lack of diversity in the news and those ramifications. Uh, so we just heard the, the monologue. Uh, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm I'm going to call you Double O. That's fine. 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 Uh, we'll start with you, Double O. What was some of your reactions from the piece? Um, I actually love the piece. I think that uh, highlighting the journalistic part of it uh, in terms of uh, the way we're underrepresented and how that underrep- underrepresents the stories, underrepresents the opinions, and really just it it serves to underserve the community by mm. not having diversity. Ab- absolutely. How about you, Sarge? Uh, the same way. Uh, kind of take back off what he's saying. Um, having having people that sound like you, look like you, people that you're familiar with, mm-hmm. you know, then you're able to hear them and understand them better, you know. So that that lack of yeah is, is really hurting everything. Yeah, and um, and it's it, it's no secret here, and, and I I don't want it to be a secret. Uh, uh, but we did used to do a morning show together Absolutely. for for the better part of of two years. Um, sure. um, and 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 having that representation uh it it goes so far so so for you all and and that experience and people coming up to you how how important was it for them um to hear news really in in their language um the one thing that you always heard without the, the most prevailing theme for me was just that it was news it was stories they didn't think that they would be hearing mm. you know and that's kind of the the the, the thing you do when you're serve when you're servicing the community from a different perspective yeah but I mean, you're looking for stories to tell that tell your story right you know what i mean so that was one of the things that they really engaged with with me was that yo i didn't even know that uh marco rubio was doing this or right. i didn't know that uh, the mayor was uh having this vote like why didn't we why aren't we talking about this on the news and it's like well we talk about it on the news like so i'm glad you tuned in right right <laughs> Uh, I think sometimes uh, when when we don't when we don't think people can relate to us, you know, we don't really listen to them. We don't hear them. Yeah. You know, that's just who we are as a people. You know, when you find somebody that you can relate to and you hear them talking about things you didn't even know, they're they're opening you up to different things. You know, because you're we get t- life life. You can get caught up in your own life. Yeah, you know, you man. Have everything else going on, you have your little circle, and that's it. Your this is your world. Yeah, right. You know, but when you meet somebody who's like you, it's like nah, you got to open up. Mm. You know, like you become more and, open, more receptive you, to to hearing things going on in the outside world. He, Hearing right. people like you talk about things that you don't think about mm. kind of challenges you to be like, oh, uh, we, we do that? Yeah, bro, yeah. I, I do that. I don't know about you, but this is why we're telling you this story. Mm-hmm. Because we, we believe that you should know that these things exist, you have these opportunities, and because we're we're in the space, we want to make sure that we're navigating that for you. Right, right, right. And, and I, say, I think that's really big, you know, having that voice, because when it comes to politics, you know, like uh, where we are today, you know, as far as politics go, it's 
we, we have to know what's going on. Mm. We have to be more aware. We can no longer depend on, oh, well, I, I, I'm a Democrat because I'm this skin color. Right, we're so, or, we're so siloed. I mean? yeah. We're so siloed. We need all the voices we can get. Yeah, we pick a side based on however we feel, based off feelings, you know. Right. Not based off of, you know, how we really think about, you know, policy. Right. You know, understanding that, hey, listen, you know, you got to vote for more than just the president. Right. You know, voting for legislators, you know, voting for judges, like all that, all these things matter. So having people that talk about it, you're going to become more interested in it. You know, you're going to have your kids like you're going to be talking to your kids about becoming judges, becoming news right. reporters, becoming different things that, you know, you weren't open that we weren't open to at certain ages. Yeah. That's why it pays to have the diversity of thought in the room, because, mm. you know, the national media always covers the president. And maybe sometimes the local media doesn't even always cover the mayor as, as right. frequently as it should. Right. So having, you know. Black and black and brown representation in local media that makes us pursue those questions, ask those, ask, where is the mayor? Right, you know, those are things are, that we've done on air. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is happening. Where's the mayor at? You know what I mean? And having that representation, that I don't think that's something that mainstream media is willing to do or ask either. Right, right, and 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 I really think that there's there's a fear, maybe maybe not a fear of BIPOC, a fear of brown people, fear of black people, but just a fear. Of of a diversity of thought, you that's, know, that's the biggest fear they're holding, they're holding we, on to right now. Right, like there, we we we've thought this for you know fifty years, and for fifty years it it, it has worked or it has worked ish. You, I mean, you know, so much to even where the the way the news looks still looks the same. Mm, you know talk I mean? about it. There isn't no diversity in the way news looks. Look, news looks the same on Channel Four, <laughs> on Channel Five, yeah, on Channel Nine. Know what I mean? And that's the fear, right, that they sit in. They're afraid to diversify <laughs> how so news true. looks. Right. Like, two people behind the desk. Right. We're sitting here, we're talking about the news overhead, look to the right. Now, not even not even the conversational part about weather. being people. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the way, it, and it looks the same on every channel. So right. Here's it's the, the sports guy standing in front of the green screen. <laughs> and, and, and 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 he's he, he's more excitable. Yeah. Like, you can't you can't be a monotone sports right, guy. Right, right. And, and, and it fits, like, it checks all the boxes right. all the time. And it's like, sometimes news doesn't need to look like that. Like, so cookie cutter. Right. Big bro, somebody has a big brooch on. Somebody right, <laughs> like, right. Like it's what, even the clothes they wear on the nude. Everybody yeah. wears a suit. Same, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it's just the diversity of thought, the diversity of opinion, the diversity of the look. Like just letting people dress differently on the news. Yeah. Why, why, goes, why does the news got to be buttoned up? Right. I want to say that goes across the board. You know, like not that just like I see even with black news. You know, black and brown mm. news. You know, it, it's just it's just different versions. There's this mimic. Right, right. It's yeah, just, it's, yes. mimic, it's even, even fear on our side of yeah. making look news look differently. It has to look like the news. No, yeah, right. of you're delivering that. the news. The news is the information. It's not what you look like. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I, I mean, like, I would, I, I would have loved to seen, you know, Ron Martin with a hoodie on. Right. You know, like, like just, just let, let, let some of the personality, you know, come through. Mm-hmm. Un- Every news person is news person number 1.6.5 and then 1.6.7. It's just like a factory line. Yeah. They just yeah. put them out there. They read the prompter. No ideas, no creativity, no challenging the stories, right? right? Like, because the news, the newsroom thinks the same. Mm. <laughs> mm. I, uh, um, I'm, I'm. I'm glad you know that that the news industry finally let 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 dudes have beards. Like oh. I remember that that was a thing where no, you couldn't have any facial hair. Like facial hair is is like this unprofessional look, you know, this this hippie look. 
Like, mm-hmm. I've had a news director tell me, like, you know, we don't go for that hippie look here. I'm like, it's it's 2017. Like, right. You got this dude in here wearing a dirty suit. <laughs> I'm in here in this fresh hoodie. But I, but, but, but I look dirty. But, yo. But, that? wait. That's a thing, though. That's a thing because um, one of the first news stations that I worked at, and I'm pretty sure they didn't clean any of these blazers. <laughs> but they Community just, blazers? Yeah. Oh, no. We're going to keep the uniformity. Hey. Right? Yeah. Everybody knows don't wear that blazer after the uh, show. Right? That, brother, that brother sweat, man. Yo, that brother sweat right on camera. Dress. You better dress right. Dress with that. And the funny thing is, the funny thing is, all right, so so as a news reporter, like, like we'll, we'll uh, pre-record our stuff. So, um, so... I wasn't there for for the eleven o'clock news, but I was obviously there earlier, right, and 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 I wore um, the, the generic. Great, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So this was so awkward. All right, <laughs> the anchor wore the same blazer that day. <laughs> so, so wait, you're on location. <laughs> With the blazer Yo. on, throwing to the dude in the studio with wearing the, the same, same blazer. blazer. Oh, man. Like, it's like, like, yo, that's, my, that's my spaghetti head. stain right there. I feel like they should have watched that, yo. Like, that's my spaghetti stain. I just put it on there at lunchtime. You see? Nobody was thinking about who's in charge of costumes. Yo. <laughs> Nobody. Right. Nobody. But the actor would say that. Right. Diversity, diversity of thoughts. Right. Right. Having a different having a different opinion in the room. Yeah. They didn't think, well, maybe somebody should be handling costumes. And that's probably something that doesn't even happen in the news room. Uh, no. Right. Why no. not? When when you present yourself on camera, they have the makeup person in charge of <laughs> fashion. <laughs> uh, that's why there's a community. Pleasure. Our community pleasure exists. Yeah. But yeah, but but yeah, that was that that was so awkward. Like they they sent out a memo the day after and was like, hey, <laughs> if you wear a blazer, <laughs> yeah, we got to uh, we got to make a list. Uh, yeah, write your name down beside the blazer in the dates. <laughs> I'm saying like, all right, Marquise, lunchtime, blazer <laughs> for the eleven o'clock show. Cool. So now Dwayne knows. Now we know. Right, Dwayne knows. Oh, he wore this. He wore this for the eleven o'clock show. Cool. Wear the blue blazer. <sighs> but, but 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 even in that, like you see the 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 cookie cutterness, you, you know, of of what what right. news. And really, it's just like to even think about that. That's mm-hmm. literally plug and play journalism right there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You just put him in the suit, send him out. He can, he knows how to read. Yeah, but you see, when you get when you get different views and there are different minds, people who aren't cookie cutter, like kind of like what we were doing, you know, mm-hmm. doing COVID news blues, you know, what yeah, I mean? like, that's what we <laughs> right. were doing, you yeah. know, we were, right, creating different segments where people would identify with, right, COVID I mean, blues, making yeah. it relatable, yeah, but like talking to people, like uh, like actually going out, going out, like being around yeah. people, like mm. knowing it, coming from it, yeah. you know, you you really understand like what what really needs to be put out there. You know, it's like I feel it's the same way when you look at parenting, you know, mm. like we all we all kind of pick off different parents, you know, different, you know, father figures, mother figures that we had in our lives. You know, we kind of mimic off them. You know, we yeah. kind of we yeah. kind of give their their best and, you know, in a little spring of our own goodness that, that we think we need it. Mm. You know, so that's when it comes to the news. It feels like, yo, we need to we need to give us. We need to pour out there. Right. We can give the cookie cutter stuff. We're going to we'll have our standard, you know, for news, things that we want to put out there right. as far mm-hmm. as like, hey, this is what we there, need to right. hammer. There, there are national stories everyone has to cover. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. When, when there's a national story, you know, everyone has to cover it. But it's the, it's the down the line. It's that next 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What, what they're staying, they're here now. Are we giving them information or are we feeding them fear? What are we doing with our time? You hey, know what I mean? Hey, hey uh, uh, 
If it bleeds, it leads. Yeah, we're going. Right. Six people were shot today. And in other news, and how, how that, about like, the brownie factory that we downtown? How do those things impact people's lives? You right. know what I mean? And that's and that's why having different people in there makes such a big difference. Because I, what, one thing I think that we always try to do is there was a theme in the way that we covered the news. Absolutely. Because we had an intentionality of what, what we thought people needed to know. Mm-hmm. We don't, like, the, the stories are out there. We're covering other people's stories. So we, we did a great job of organizing our stories in a way that led us into other things and that kind of kept people attached to the story of the news of the day. Yeah. That transition, like the delivery in your message, like not only are we say that I, t- I teach my kids this, all right, delivery. Delivery mm. is everything. Absolutely. If you're trying to talk to somebody, how you're delivering your message, how you're delivering your message matters. Yeah. Because if they're not receptive of your delivery, then it's gonna it's gonna fall on deaf ears. It's mm. gonna make some people angry, and like you're gonna rub people the wrong way, maybe in a way that you didn't know. Right. All right. So when you have people talking a certain way and their delivery's not hitting, mm. you know, why not get people who can deliver it, or you know, in in a way that they understand. Right. You know. Right. <laughs> and, and, and I think that um um it's it's one of those things like well. We've been doing it for this long, and there's really no reason to change it. So we're going to keep on doing it this way. Yeah, but see, but see, staying in that kind of causes the the erosion of like there's no excuse me there's cultural erosion mm-hmm. in the fact that there's no journalistic diversity. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the fact that the reason it stays the same is because they're afraid to add more culture to the news. The news is mm. white. Why do you think uh why do you think there's that fear to add a little bit of culture? I don't know cuz even if you look at Spanish news. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When you I mean I don't understand it all, but mm-hmm. they're still doing news the same way. Mm. They do news the white way. Yes. You know what I mean? So so then is there is there only one way to do news or have have but we been is, taught? This is this is what I'm saying. There's mm-hmm. no there's been no cultural impact on news. Mm. So it looks the same way. As, uh, what, what, the else, what else looks the same since it began? Uh, besides the news, <sighs> nothing looks the same I, besides I, the news. I really, right? Stand up, stand up comedy has changed. Yeah, like sports. M- have movies changed. have changed. Sports have changed. The news has never changed, yeah, and that's lying. because of the people they let in the room, mm. the people making the decisions. The C-suite people yeah. are still very white, even if they're adding camera people on camera. That is true. So that's why news looked the same as it did 40, 50 years yeah. ago. Because the people that own the news stations are the same people that have been owning the news stations. And don't, they don't want that culture in, was, in the news. I was, mm. watching, I was watching this movie. I uh, forget forget the name of it. But it was about um, oh, Ken and Kiki, Kiki Palmer. I think she played mm. in it. It was a slave who travels to the future to the 1970s. Oh, the movie with Common. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah real great movie. I loved it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, um, in this movie, uh, I was trying to compare, like, going back from 1970s till now. Mm. You know, like, how, how far have we, how far has it changed, you know, as far as technology, as far as the people we have running things, people in control. You know, like, we talk a good game. Yeah. You know, there's a good game talked. You know, uh we we hope the the Me Too movement changed a lot of things, mm-hmm. right. you know, and I'm, I'm glad it did. I'm all for I'm all for it, but there's there's other things that need to be changed too, you know. Yeah. I'm like, hey, let's let's knock these things out. Let's get these things taken care of instead of just, oh, it's a good discussion, but let's move on. Let's not really make any real change, you know. Let's do this. Let's do this journeyman program, mm-hmm. but let's not really follow up with it, follow up on it, or mm-hmm. do anything to keep it going, to keep feeding programs, to keep feeding people, you know. Right. It's 
yeah, a whole lot of starter starting things to make things look right, and that's it. And I think, and there's no follow up. Also, the lack of diversity just leads to the lack of funding for things like what we were trying to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When when people don't see black news anywhere else being successful, it's hard to support black news in your backyard. Well, that is true. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, I don't see a model for this. There's no right. way for this to, to be viable. There's why because it hasn't worked yet. Right. It well, doesn't work. Well, it doesn't work. Well, you have to help us make it work. And, yeah. and that's where, you know, the diversity and ownership, the mm-hmm. diversity and, you know, journalistic integrity. Like we should want more black news. Right. You know what I mean, we should want more Hispanic news, more Asian news. We want more diverse stories about more people dealing with their own issues. Right. And and honestly like, even with that, even with being diverse, that's like we gotta make sure we're touching on classism. You know, mm. like, because when you have a certain class of people that never lived a certain type of way, right. the way they deliver the news, the way they tell stories, the way they picture what is news or think what is they, news, the thing they care about as news, yeah, right? They, right. they <laughs> think this is that. They think this. Oh, this is it. Right. This is. Well, how do you know? Right. You know, and it's like, hey, it's it's not like that. You know, we're we. Uh, I know racism. Racism's still big. It still mm. exists. Racism, until it goes away, it's oh, it's it's going to be ugly. Yeah. You know, until people realize that, like, hey. Classism is, is is bigger. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, listen, we're one people. Once once we realize that we're all one people, you know that classic. Like, we'll realize, like, hey, you ain't got money. Well, you ain't gonna get nothing. Like, it's it, yeah. And and to that point, that's actually what uh, what Dr. King kind of transitioned to with his Poor People's Campaign, transitioning from from uh, from your race based stuff to to your economic based stuff so uh, so let me ask you all this question then so um so then you all feel that there's there's also a, a, a classes um, separation in news and news coverage as well absolutely interesting yeah. oh. absolutely I mean just based on the the types of stories they cover mm. you know what I mean they're, they're not covering stories that deal with the everyday man they, they they deal with the stories that deal with the every man right like well everybody's got to vote mm-hmm. right but yeah like minimum wage isn't talked about on any news station when it's not being voted on. Mm. But it's a big issue for us. Mm-hmm. It's something that hasn't changed in how long? You know, like there's still, mm. oh, there's rumors. There's been rumors of change for minimum wage for how long? Mm-hmm. Well, nothing's ever been done about it. But because people are rich doing the news, they don't mm-hmm. care about covering the story about minimum wage until it's a national story. When it's, a, it's an everyday story until minimum wage changes. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But because they don't identify with it because they live a class above the issue mm. and they're a class of separation from yeah. it, you know, it kind of makes them become a little bit less concerned. Like, yo, I'm, my, my pockets are fine. I'm it's paying like my police bill. Why should I exist. care about uh, Pro- unemployment? Looks like police brutality stopped. Mm. Right. Right. Huh? Right. There's no more marches. Everything must be good now, right? Right. It's just it's it's just the coverage changed because the, because the right. people telling the stories, the people, people that care about what stories are being told. Well, you know? and, and and because there was um there 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 was blowback. I, I mean, there was even um a blowback from when we were covering the um the um, um protests and 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 marches and, and everything just just recently this was like uh this was like 2 weeks ago you know i i was just backlogging some stuff um and and just looking at comments from from during that time and, and i'm like man these people's feelings are are really hurt about this <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. uh, uh, and because they don't want the story, man. And, and 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 that's that's what I think it is. And and also, I feel as though that, and this is just my opinion here, um, uh, uh, America. I feel as though that that certain certain news producers, 
um, don't want their country reflected in a certain kind of way. So then they won't cover certain things so that their country won't be, you know, or their county or their city. Think about think about the fact that the down south is the most poor country. Most poor, part, most poor part of the country, mm. but they all vote Republican, and Republicans don't care about minimum wage because the news mm. does not tell them to care about that. Mm. <laughs> the okay. narrative is the narrative, right? We, yeah, we worried about we pro life down here. Mm-hmm. We Bible Belt, mm-hmm. and, th- and that all that stuff is perpetuated through the news as well. Yeah, yeah, and that's <laughs> it, from... re- it reinforces their thought. But that's what that's why being inside the silo hurts you. Mm. It's like you don't think I mean? about gerrymandering. You know. Like, look, 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 <laughs> Look at this money we got you. We, oh, we got you that COVID money. Like, you know, like Texas, don't, Texas isn't uh, then Texas or Louisiana had to redraw their lines, and they didn't redraw their lines. Or one of the states North down Carolina, south, I think it was North Carolina, or had to redraw it's, their lines. They didn't redraw their lines, and still haven't. And the, the news doesn't cover it. it and, <laughs> and it seems like something something as serious as that, as like gerrymandering, would be everyday coverage would until, be, until it happens because it's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. The, it, it, was, it was the Supreme Court appealed their their, their district lines. <laughs> mm. And they still haven't changed the district lines. Imagine if you started off the news show like that. Said, no. So today in the news, we're going to start off with, yeah, gerrymandering still going on. So let me tell you about such and such, such and such senator who tried to draw the map like this. Guys, look at this. Right. You guys think this is fair? I mean, at, and if the news did that, if the news did that, wow. And then, and then, you know, you're naming the politicians. Now, hey, write a letter. Mm-hmm. You know, get it. And that, this is the way to get people more active. Yeah. They go to church at this place. Is this what this congregation <laughs> is learning there? You know what I'm saying? Is this what, right. is this what they believe? Pastor? Are these the thing they believe in? Who's this pastor? Unfair districts. So then, so then <laughs> can, I, can I ask you all this then? Do you, do you feel as though that the current news model kind of um, kind of discourages that because with your current news model now you're doing more with less so like you as a news reporter now you know you're out there as a one-man band you're right. out there as a shooter as an editor as a reporter and then you have to cover six seven stories so then you may not even be able to get as as deep or in depth as right. you want to so do y'all feel as though the current news model uh, yes. kind of discourages that I feel like the current news model, the way it is, is all right. Give this story. Don't tell how you feel. Don't you know? Don't explain it. But the people that you see with the high ratings, the the uh, the Chris why Cuomo. Why is there still, a time you know? limit on the news, yeah, though? The like, why is it only it. a certain amount of time for the news? I mean, there's so much to be talked about. There's so mm. much to be addressed. You know, I mean, why is it stuck in the box? No, you know what I'm I mean, like, like, why, why can't you? Why can't you go d- like dive diving deeper into that story? Yeah. You know, when you take time on, you go. You know what? Let's really talk about it. When you're not really get, you're not giving. Hey, you know what? Oh, this is this is how I feel. This is it. This is it. Mm-hmm. No, we're talking about something. We're bringing facts to fact. You know, let's hey, let's talk about the facts. Yeah, let's talk about what's not but real and what could be. They'd rather cover the same story three times a day. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, <laughs> and that's in sports media too. Like, yeah. like you hear you. We've been talking about. Um, um, third hour sounds a whole lot like the first hour. Yeah, and, and, and it sounds a whole lot like, like the, the second, second hour. hour. Yeah. Right. You know, we've been talking about <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' uh, um, Achilles for for <laughs> like how long? Zach Wilson. Right. No, no, no. We, 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 we're talking about Taylor Swift. And Kelsey, yeah. Yeah, right. like, like, which, which, which. And it's, and it's everywhere. Yes. It's everywhere. Kelsey's jersey's up 400%. <laughs> <laughs> Just jersey sale, you know? That's nuts. Smart yeah. move. Yeah. <laughs> Smart Listen, move. The NFL needs to get players dating more celebrities. Right? Like, <laughs> right. Come on. Yo, and, and the. That's easy marketing. NFL, like, and, like, there's, there's, there's. 
And this, this is a sidebar, folks. But there's yeah. there's so many people that are like, oh, why are they covering this like this? Why are they covering this like this? And I'm like, look, if it was Rihanna, it's a bunch of Swifties dating dating um, Patrick Mahomes, like it would be a big deal, right? Rihanna, Rihanna dating Jalen Hurts, <laughs> right? That that would be a big deal. Big deal. Yes. I would get a Jalen Hurts jersey just because. I would definitely go to the Eagles. <laughs> I would definitely go to the Eagles game. I hate the Eagles. <laughs> just because, but yeah, absolutely. But that that's that intersection of 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 pop culture and and, and sports combining. And it, and that, For the record, it makes it bigger Rihanna, news. We know you're yes, <laughs> and we don't wish you any divorce. Uh, right, right, yeah, right, and it and it and it brings it it brings it brings new life. So then this is this is again pointing out this is that diversity in thought because what they do they brought pop culture in with right. How many teenage kids are going to watch this now? How many moms right. are going to watch this now? Right. Like, oh my God, Taylor Swift at the game. The Chiefs. Now. How many Chiefs fans are there now? How many high school football you know games are I mean? going to pick up fans because Taylor Swift goes to right. football games? That actually I, I'm is just true. saying like no, that, that that's the trickle down effect, right? Those are the things that we don't see. Yeah. that's going to benefit from diversity of thought and just adding, doing different things inside boxes that already exist. Right. Right, because who would have thought? Who would have thought? Because I'm, I'm uh, again. This is just my opinion here. I'm pretty sure that this was a experiment. You know, let's let's put these two together and let's see what happens. And it turned out to be one of the best things to happen to the NFL. It's, Yo, they're, on, they're on every news channel, not yeah. just on ESPN today. Yo, until the Chiefs don't make the playoffs, right today. And, and guess what's nobody nobody's even mentioned whole season CTE. <laughs> right. There's no no cop no Kaepernick conversation. No no, 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 no Darren Hamlin benched. Right. And and Kaepernick, he just came out of the woodworks right. like like uh, two, play for the Jets? two weeks ago trying to play for the Jets. That that story came and went because Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Makes you makes you wonder, right? It's about who's pulling the strings, man. Yo, um, because that 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 Kaepernick story is a really good story. It's a man. really good. It's story. a really good story. That that letter is great. Yes, but we're not covering it the way it should be, and that should open him up to opportunities everywhere. But we're not we're not looking at it like that. We're not promoting it. We're not reading the letter. Listen, he's really trying, guys. He really at the wants same to, time, he's wants trying to prove to come himself. Back, you hear Usher's performing at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. You're like, right. oh, Usher. Right. Listen, <laughs> that's that's the distraction that they want you to have. This is gonna sing. <laughs> That's the distraction they yeah, want you to have. <laughs> you know, so um uh so so with this we we are uh going to uh wrap it up here in, in, in a little bit because we have our uh things that make you say hmm. Mm. Gonna hit y'all off with some uh hypotheticals and some uh thought provoking uh material. So uh from from here with the lack of diversity with news, uh Sarge, I'll start with you. Where do we go from here? Uh, I think we we get more producers. Mm. You know, we need more producers. Like to, that's what we need to happen. You know, once we get producers gone, you know, we have, then you'll start to see the difference. You'll start to see difference in hiring. Uh, different, I see difference for air, each area. You know, if you hire somebody who's from, who lived a certain way, hire people from different backgrounds. Don't all make it cookie cutter. You know, this this is it, and this is the model. That's it. Mm. Double up. Um, where we go from here? I think. Um, we're seeing a little bit of a trend, well, not a trend, but a little bit of a transition to they're adding more and more black and brown people to newsrooms. Mm. That's one thing we are seeing. But I definitely would like to see, you know, an up and coming groundswell of journalists, you know, not just people that want to be on camera, but people that want to write the stories that mm. these people on camera that eventually eventually tell. You know what I mean? That's where I kind of feel like 
if we're not going to be able to be on camera, let's make sure we're in the newsroom yeah. telling the news stories and doing the research that gives the black opinion. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because somebody's going to be on camera. We can't all be there. Right. So if we have more people behind the scenes doing, doing the research from a different perspective, from a different point of view, ideas, thoughts, right? Mm-hmm. If we have different people writing the stories, maybe we'll have different stories to present. Oh, I like that. Put that on a shirt. <laughs> Put that on a shirt. So, so um going to make a transition here into things that make you say, hmm. Mm. So, our first question here, when a black person changes their voice, most likely they received a phone call from A, a bill collector, B, work, C, they're in front of mixed company, or D, they received a call from somebody from church. That's work, brother. That's work. Uh, yeah, hello. Huh? I'm good. Everything's, Yo. fine. Everything's fine. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way in right now. Sarge? Yeah, I'm going to say work. It's got to be work, bro. It's got to be work. Don't get me wrong. Like, my pastor don't call me that much, but if he does, I'm type, definitely taking that, that call in another room. <laughs> pastor, too? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If the pastor calls, oh, yeah, I'm definitely taking that, calls, I'm taking that call in another pastor, room. He can take his call. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. For work, though, that, my, my voice is very deep. Hello? Hello? What y'all want? <laughs> <laughs> right. Depend, if, 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 I supposed, if I was supposed to be on the clock, they getting they getting the high-pitched voice. If it's mm-hmm. after hours, nah, you stuck with this. Hey, Pastor, I'm, 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 I know. I know my ties check. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so did you ever answer a phone like in, in your professional voice, and then it turns out to be a homie? You're like, uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. What, what's going yeah, on? Yeah. Come on man. You, know, you drop that. You drop that hey, real, real quick. quick. Yeah. You down. You down two octaves. <laughs> yeah, man. We chilling. We chilling out here. We, yo, we, we going tonight. Yo, yo. And if you on the other side, you cracking up. Ah, <laughs> like, ah that was your word voice. Look at you. Thought, thought you was called, didn't you? Where you at? Where you at? Where you at? Like, you know you're supposed to be at work, right? Right. <laughs> Answer the phone in your work voice. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so, so, uh, yeah, yeah. I say, I say, uh, be, be as well. Uh, you're most likely to change your voice when, when uh, work calls. Uh, so, here's another question. Uh, Tommy from Martin. This is easy. Uh, Tommy from Martin. What was his real job? More than likely, A. Stripper. B. Worked at a chop shop. C. Drug dealer. D. Collecting unemployment. Come on, man. Well, first of all, it was too long for him to be collecting unemployment. Uh, right? right. So <laughs> six that's, seasons. That's right out of the door. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Unless, unless he had a part-time hustle. Right. You know what I'm saying? But we all know we all, yeah, Tommy was a drug hustle. dealer. Yeah, fam. exactly. Tommy was a drug dealer, fam. The book bag and, and listen, nicks. maybe he didn't just sell drugs. You know what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe he sold a little something else on the side. Hair, maybe. I mean, right. Hair. Hair. Uh, he had bundles. I got them bundles for the low Pam. Cole had running spoons. He had to get the idea from somewhere. You know what I'm saying? Tommy and Cole was tight like that. <laughs> Tommy, why you got all these spoons? <laughs> you feel me? That's where the idea originated, baby. Oh man, but, it originated with what Tommy was selling. But hey, hey, and 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 since it was since it was a family comedy, since it was a family comedy, there's just there's just some lines yo, you can't cross. Yo, now that you mention that, fam, if if so, if Tommy is a drug dealer mm-hmm. and Cole was selling spoons. 
I'm oh, so no. impressed. <laughs> like, what year this was is it? genius, fam. Uh-huh. This what is you? genius. Like, that's a genius partnership. Right, right. Listen, I got the crack. He got the spoon. All you, need, all you need is a lighter. It's a package deal. <laughs> oh, package <no>. deal. <laughs> so, uh, our, our, our next question. Um, uh, best... Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, no, no. I, I, I'm not going to ask that question. <laughs> this is a family show. Uh, right, it's a family show. So, when did you know Barack was a down brother? A, he sung Let's Stay Together. B, he dusted his shoulders off. C, he dapped up Kevin Durant. D, he put a basketball court in the White House. Uh, it was when I saw him hoop. It, 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 I didn't care what he did with the basketball uh-huh. court. It was once I, saw, once I saw the game. Yeah, it's like, oh. He, was, oh, he really played. <laughs> yeah, he, really, he really in the streets. First time uh, he I go, go left and right. Right, oh, right. Yeah, he's, he's like, oh, oh, be a hooper. Yeah, yeah. First time I seen him hoop, yo, and I ain't going to hold you. Like, I thought we were really going to have a 4th of July cookout. Said sold me on that. Yeah, like, said sold me. He got, he, got, he got from the block game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. It was a little bit too much little bit too much drift in that game. Like, I swear like, I thought Denzel played him and he got game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm for for myself, I'm gonna say uh putting putting a basketball court in the White House. Like that yeah. just that that, that just Yeah. It just speaks it just it just speaks brother to me. Like he probably yeah. had a grill. You, right. you, you, you know, yeah. I mean, but that walkaway three was crazy. That dust, that dust like yeah, that like yo, that, that walkaway three one. too. That oh three yeah, three. I'm I'm just like, like, game, game, <laughs> right. game. <laughs> president. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. You, you know. Um. Uh. So, um. Last last question here before we uh uh say say our goodbyes and. Head on out. This has been a great, great, another great episode of Absolutely. The Melanin Report. So, um, Mama said, stop running in and out of this house before A, you hurt yourself, B, let a fly in, C, break my screen door, or D, let my good air out. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the good air. Right? <laughs> all, the, all the good air is on the inside, right? If it's cold outside, it's hot inside. If it's hot outside, it's cold, cold inside. inside. So all the good air is outside. It's inside. E, all the above. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> and it depends on what door you're coming in. Like, like if you come in through the back door, she's saying flies. Don't right. put flies in my house. Come in again, you're going to get locked in. Right. You, you got to stay in. Yeah. That's like, and that's the worst threat. Yo. Especially, especially nowadays. Yes. You can't threaten the kid with inside now. Like, All right. All right. Cool. Cool. Going to my, I was yes. going to my room anyway. <laughs> I didn't want to go outside yes. in the first place. You forced me out. I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get on my yo. VR. Yo. That's, that's how we punish kids in my house. We send them outside. <laughs> nah, bro. Isn't that Take, like... Give me a game. <laughs> go, outside. Phone, go outside. Go <laughs> outside. Two, two hours on the playground. You know like, yo, y'all keep coming in and out. We're going to start locking the door. You ain't going to be able to come in another 15, 20 minutes. Like, we even put timers on it. Yo, kids are in and out. Yeah, yo. <laughs> Keep moving. Yo. Like, especially if you don't have a park, they just coming in and out the front, the, right. the front porch. Right. Like, yo, 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 yo. Decide what you want <laughs> and stay outside. <laughs> stop oh stop coming in here curious. Especially if they slam doors, too. Everything, they slam your door. everything inside has been inside yeah. since the last time you came inside. <laughs> so get what you need. <laughs> Let's need a drink. You better not be drinking out that jug. <laughs> but the thing that would get me is like my mom saying, Clo- close my door. What are you trying to do? Air condition the whole neighborhood? Like, first of all, right. ma'am. 
this thing's this isn't going past the front porch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was the that was the number one threat. You're like Come like on. the air was leaving the house. <laughs> no, the, it's pumping inside the house. Got, Why do you think the air this air is set on yes. eighty? So <laughs> right, all the sixty eight degree air is gonna leave. <laughs> gonna pick up his bag and take all the chill oh, with right, it. Right, right, like yo. We out. Right. We, we leaving the vents, too. <laughs> you know, the <laughs> oh, man. So I'm uh, going to put a pin in it right there. I want to thank again Taekwon Wright, a.k.a. DJ Double O. DJ and Double O. Andrew Ooh. Dixon, a.k.a. The Sarge. Sarge. want to thank them for, for coming oh. up and, and digging into this news diversity conversation. Gentlemen, I hope that uh, this won't be the last time. I hope not either. This was great, man. Yes. I, I love thank it in here. Yes. Nice come back. Appreciate hey, man. You. Also, congratulations on the success, brother. We love you. We proud of you. Uh, thank Gotta you. say Keep it on. I hope, I hope you keep this in, too. I will. Don't take it out, bro. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> man. We proud of you. We love you. From T CP to the top, bro. Yes, hey, let's sir. go. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Well, well, that concludes part three of our podcast series this week with our monologue and panel discussion. Again, I want to thank DJ Double O and Ooh. the Sarge for joining us on Ooh. the Melanin Report. So, like I said, we're going to put a pin in it. We will see you on the other side. Trust your dopeness and listen to the Melanin Report and share with a friend. Peace.